EG Like Sunday Morning is back after its bank holiday weekend break. And to show that we mean business, I'm joined by our fearless leader, Sam McClary. How have you been, Sam? And did you enjoy the scorching bank holiday weekend? I did enjoy the scorching bank holiday weekend. Finally, summer is here. Indeed, yeah. And it's June, yeah. Yeah, although I'm sat here in a jumper because the room that (laughs) I'm in is always cold. Oh, it's not haunted, is it? Well, I don't think so, but maybe. Oh, well. Oh, if you well, hear maybe. a <laughs> then maybe it is. So before we dig into the big news of the week, uh, let's catch up uh, on one of EG's uh, major campaigns at the moment, uh, Computer Aid, which I know is uh, a topic very close to your heart. So for any listeners unfamiliar, tell us a bit about how the scheme works, how it's going and um, how people can get involved. Fantastic. Thanks, Jess. So Computer Aid is a um, charity that collects um, used computers or unused computers, probably, (laughs) um, to um, distribute to um, schools around the country um, to help do their bit to end digital poverty, um, which was really highlighted during during Mm. lockdowns and, and when there was so much homeschooling going on that there are no, um, around a, a million children in this this country who don't have access to a laptop, desktop, or even a tablet, and uh, an even bigger number that um, don't have um, access to Wi-Fi at home mm. and working off of 3G, which is just um, horrific, really. Actually, actually, because how do we um, make sure that the the next generation are you know, prepared to be our, our great future future leaders. Um, so back in uh, March, we set up a campaign called Reboot, R-E boot, R-E oh. for real estate, Reboot as a computer pun. See what um, you did there. Thank you very much. Um, which was um, to ask the industry to look around their offices, to individuals to look around at home and just see if they had any laptops that had been sat in the cupboard for a little while and they weren't weren't using and um, pretty much all of the major agents signed up to to do that and phenomenal phenomenal work from from them all and they have um, so far put forward a thousand units Mm. that will go to um, uh, underprivileged schools around the UK to um, set up digital classrooms to to help do our bit to end digital poverty um a thousand is great it's not enough yep. we need to keep doing doing more so i guess um in the magazine this week you'll see us celebrating that a thousand but um a call for more action mm. so if there are any any businesses out there prop co's lawyers um architects anyone listening to this podcast that has um an old laptop sitting sitting around that they don't use please do um put it forward to to computer aid they will do everything that needs mm-hmm. to be done to that that laptop take it off your hands and give it to someone to enable them to have a a much brighter future all the details are in that in that piece of content i will um share them with you jess at the end of this so we can put them in the show notes too but a really easy thing to do and a really worthwhile thing to do and let's get you know i would love it if we could add another zero to that that number that might be ambitious but you know let's at least double it um, well we don't we don't quite have that many people listening to eg like sunday morning each week but but getting up there cumulatively 
uh, and they, they, as you say, they handle everything. So, you know, it's totally secure. They'll, they'll deal with all the data aspect and all that kind of thing. Absolutely. They deal with all of the logistics of it um, and, yeah, clean, clean everything. Um, they will let you know if the computer is is too old as well. I think there are a few that have um, come out of the woodwork from the 1980s, which aren't really usable to anyone um, mm. these <laughs> these days, but they will help with absolutely everything. And, you know, it's a really it's a really great way for the industry to get involved with um with schools as well and we know um across real estate that we do have a little little bit of an issue in that um we're not doing so well at reaching people outside of the traditional mm. colleges and and this is a great way to really teach the the next generation about what a wonderful industry this is and the huge range of roles that you can have in it so that is my pitch and please please do um check that out and if you do if you do sign up you do get a nice bit of coverage in eg as well which is money can't buy gold isn't it exactly always welcome now i know you're sat there in a jumper in your haunted top room uh, but i have to admit it's where i am it's pretty sweltering uh, and even as a, a devotee of remote working i do miss office aircon uh, on a on a week like this but even though the thermometers are rising, uh, the indications are that, that people are not slacking off. And, and as you put it in your leader, uh, summer will not be sitting back sipping cocktails. Uh, it's going to be busy out there this summer, isn't it? It's going to be really busy out there, which is a bit of a, a, bit of a shame for me because I was hoping to sit back and sip some cocktails, but <laughs> sadly not. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, we've had 18 months, haven't we, of things ticking along, but mm. not, you know, not being overly exciting. Um, but suddenly it seems that there's been a sort of step change in attitudes and ac activity. So um, uh, the lead story in the magazine this week from our, um, the wonderful Alex Daniel is looking at um, investment activity in, in, in London. And after a really quiet Q1, and OK, the beginning of the year is always a little bit bit quiet but this year especially so as people like were sitting and waiting to see what would happen since then there's been an explosion of of activity there are more than 4.6 billion pounds of office properties across London being ready to come to market they're not on the market yet but they are you know they're they're being thought about 3.3 billion quids worth of of kit that's under offer and another 5.6 billion that is on on the market. So a, a real change. Okay, mm. and okay, not all of that will change hands, but um, you know, it's 1.2 billion transacted in Q1, and those figures alone tell us it's probably going to be quite a bit bigger in in Q2. So a definite signal there that confidence has come back, that people are feeling like the past 18 months are behind us, and we're going to be able to just go and do things and and the and the market is is responding to that so i think it's yeah it's going to be a busy time for journalists chasing down those <laughs> stories a, a busy time for agents um uh selling them and uh, yeah and it's really great to see the big investors back in the market showing that they want to be spending spending the money so it's a it's a, a busy busy summer i know in, in my particular area of interest it's going to be a busy time for property lawyers as well Really uh, busy for them. <laughs> very busy. 
because uh, obviously we, we have uh, some news this week of uh, a bit of a sharp increase in the number of uh, medium to large firms with, with exposure to the property sector who've um, applied for, for CVAs or, or in administration or, or some form of corporate restructuring to the High Court, uh, which is uh, quite a, a step up from the numbers in April. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've got, um, I think, businesses including uh, restaurant and bar operator Drake and Morgan and, and food hall operator Market Halls, who are following in the footsteps of quite a, quite a few household names who we've we've talked about on previous EGLSMs and, uh, you know, I think we've got National Car Parks and Cafe Nero already working their way through the courts. And then, and then, of course, we'll have the end of the moratorium. And that's when things will really start getting busy. So, um, yeah, should be should be plenty to be talking and writing about. Yeah, so just a, just a, I guess what a couple of weeks left of the moratorium end of June, isn't it? Mm. That, that comes to a, to an end. But it was quite it was quite interesting this week, wasn't it? With those figures that came out from the um, the British Retail Consortium talking about mm. you know a third of yeah. of the retailers that they surveyed saying they were facing. Um, court action from from landlords and you know I think you can look at that two two ways can't you it can be like oh you know landlords are being aggressive or you can look at it as well retailers haven't Mm. haven't paid when they can pay or they haven't had that conversation with landlords because you know there's a a really interesting story from from Grosvenor this week and in them investing in one of their their occupiers um so that they can be sort of part of the journey to recovery and I think you know that's quite a unique move from Grosvenor Mm. but Grosvenor is not unique in the way that it has had conversations with with landlords and I think it's really with retailers sorry or um and I think sometimes those stories aren't heard loud Mm. enough across the national media anyway so yeah I think it will be really interesting come the end of the moratorium to see who who is um in trouble because I think that will mm. tell us a lot about how those relationships have have um, moved throughout the pandemic. So really, really interesting times mm. ahead for for you, Jeff, and <laughs> yeah. Pui, of course, on retail. Obviously, uh, and uh, yeah, conflict gets more headlines than collaboration, I guess. Absolutely, we love a bit of bad news, don't we? <laughs> um, and it's uh, an absolutely bumper. Uh, mag this week despite the the short week for the bank holiday uh, it is been... huge <laughs> uh yeah so you know lots of lots of future future gazing stuff in there isn't there there is so we um launched the first of our series of the future of work um mm. clue is in the title there what it's uh, <laughs> about so um that was uh, obviously looking at sort of attitudes towards um offices and how mm-hmm. how we're going to how we're going to work in in the future so a, a really great um webinar and podcast that people can listen to with with um former editor mr damien damien wild um and then we've got a piece as well that's linked to a podcast so um if people can't be bothered to read they can just <laughs> listen um uh, looking at um global occupiers and their um what they what they think really mm. you know what their attitudes towards real estate is and um, spoiler alert, don't worry too much if you're a property owner because global <laughs> occupiers overwhelmingly still see real estate as um, mm. a strategic um, part of, of what they do and 
okay, the way that we utilize real estate may change, but it's yeah. still going to be really important. Uh, long may that continue. And uh, we we also have um, UK cities this week. Sadly, uh, Julia is on holiday, so unable to join us uh, this week. But maybe maybe we can we can get her along next week to talk a bit about that. But uh, there's plenty of good stuff in there as well, isn't there? Loads of good stuff in there. So um, I think there's a, a 140 pages of of content if you pick up your EG this this week. And UK cities um, is a is a separate supplement to to that that is looking at a whole range of things there's an interview with the the gpa um uh, government property agency in there about what they're doing to assist with the leveling up agenda um there are there's a piece with the um chair person of everton football mm. football club which is um, really cool we've got a look at the power of museums in terms of sort of regeneration we look at manchester and its digital um creativity um and birmingham of course and the commonwealth games there's just so much in there that people really get their teeth into so definitely grab it and have a have a good old read in the sunshine with maybe with a pims okay so such an amazing amount of stuff maybe mm. means the quiz is even more challenging than usual for you you've had a, a lot to to look at and read and listen to so are, are you ready to be put to the test i'm ready to fail massively <laughs> okay but... I, 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 Failure is just an opportunity to learn, right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I, after our discussion, I, I have confidence in you on question one. So, which firm has bought a minority stake in luxury women's wear brand Roland Murray? Oh, I think I've already mentioned this. This is uh, um, Grosvenor. It is Grosvenor. I have to confess that is a brand that has passed me by. Do you, do you wear a lot of Murray? Um, I don't. Um, and as anyone who knows me. I, will um know that i mainly wear lycra um or other sort of sporting or outdoor wear so roland murray don't don't do cartoon sneakers i don't think they do but they should and then i'll shop there absolutely should yeah Uh, if you're listening roland i'm gonna get uh, on the phone to james rayner and say (laughs) come on you're an owner now get them to do marvel shoes Uh, yeah, in 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 men's men's as well, please. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so, question two. This week, uh, the eighty-seven point five million pound sale of premises at Forty Broadway fell through, but the site is the former HQ of which company? Oh, I think you're being kind to me, Jeff. Um, that is the former HQ of Into, who are no longer Into, Indeed. out uh, of. <laughs> yes. Okay, question three. This 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 could also be kind, but it, it could also be devilishly cruel because it's a bit of a memory test for you. Oh, no. What are the four S's of what global occupiers want? Oh, they are sustainability. Yes. Safety. Strategy. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one? I wrote this. Oh, smart. Smart. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well done. I, I, I think that they should make it like the D's of dodgeball and have one of them twice. Yeah. I mean, what are the dodge? Dodge, duck, dive, I've dodge. dash and dodge. Oh. That is a brilliant film, isn't it? Fantastic film. OK, question four is the missing words question. Uh, this headline is featured on one of our pieces. Uh, can you fill in the blank? 
a blank on top with a question mark at the end. A Cherry. blank. Indeed. Yes. Four come out of four. This is looking this 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 is it. This is history in the making. This is the first I don't time. even need Pui to help me. It's just come it's on. just right. Question five is the diary question, and this is going to be a, a test of your your character in a very different way. What, according to flexible working provider Arega, will we all be calling remote workers who only come in on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays? Well, <laughs> because we don't it's have a beeper. Podcast. Is it a family podcast? I know it comes out at 11 o'clock on a, on a Sunday. Well, I'm sure people listen with their families every week. Yeah. And if you're American, this isn't a swear word, is it? So they are calling, well, they're calling them TWTs, but but we are calling them twats. (laughs) And actually, if you listen... Official EG policy. Official EG policy. And if you actually, if you listen into one of our new podcasts, The Voice of the Region, the first one, I think it was the first one, one of our um, regional agents actually talks about twats as well. So I'm not actually swearing. (laughs) Because I wouldn't. Yeah. Yep. Did I just get five out of five? You just got five out of five. You were top of the leaderboard. Come on. We are, we will we will ruin Pui's day when we tell her this. I think this is the I you know I've never been prouder in all of my life. <laughs> well done. It's it's a fantastic achievement. Uh, okay. Yeah, before we go, sorry, this is very me, but um, it, you just reminded me of things to be proud of, and um, because we didn't get the opportunity to do um. EG Light Sunday morning last mm. week because we had a well-earned rest. I didn't get to say how um, proud I am of our team, the EG team, being shortlisted for of course, a yes. flurry, a flurry of um, BSME, um, BSME, but yeah, BSME talent awards. So Emma's up for one, Pui is up for one, Nigel Peters, our um, art director, is up for. For one, the team, that includes me in one of them, which I'm not sure how I got into that, but myself, Roland, um, Alithia, Ayla and Carly as the the events team are up for um, an award for our films that we've been doing recently. So super, super exciting. And I'm so proud of of the team for, for getting shortlist. Next, we have to get the gong, of course. We're just, we're just waiting for EG like Sunday morning to get its awards recognition. It's coming, Jess. It's coming. Uh, speaking of podcasts, uh, what have we got lined up on the uh, the EG Property Podcast this week? Well, we have um, a, a quiet, quiet week ahead, um, but we're just allowing people to catch up because there are more than 1,400 podcasts now in the EG Property Podcast channel. So there's so lots to keep people entertained and informed. But coming up uh, this week on Tuesday, um, we've got a um, talent podcast that's looking at apprenticeships and actually what um, companies can do with their um, their sort of levy pot if it's still sat there um, in their business. Like, don't let it, don't give it back to government. Let's put it to to, to good use. I think there was some some stories recently saying there's a billion pounds in apprenticeship levies um, sat in businesses at the moment so I was talking to Rosgood from Everson Young about what you can do with with some of that some of that cash um, so that's coming out on Tuesday and then of course you are back with the brilliantly titled Law and Borders. Uh, Law, yes yes the Law and Borders Thursday. series uh, looking at uh, real estate in Scotland the second episode uh, we'll be looking at the planning system uh, up there and uh, 
yeah, uh, how it's uh, diverged from England and, and how the ongoing reforms are taking shape. Sounds fascinating. And then, of course, the 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 podcast everyone waits for on exactly. a Sunday. We'll be back, we'll be back. We'll be back next Sunday. Um, so 1,400 podcasts, I guess, uh, an average of probably a little under 30 minutes. That's uh, we're closing in on 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 being taking a month to listen to all of our podcasts if you listen to them uh, back, back to back. To back. That is, oh, maybe we could set a challenge for someone. <laughs> Lee Wilkinson, he loves a po- one of our podcasts. Lee, if you can listen to them all back to back, tell <laughs> us how long it takes, and then <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can raise the money for charity about maybe a, we could. E.G. Podathon. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Right. Okay. So that's uh, I think pretty much does it, uh, Sam. Uh, this has been E.G. Like Sunday morning. Over to you. Did I do it? Because E.G. E.G. Like Sunday morning. Fantastic. That's what will get us the awards. <laughs> Every time. <laughs>